0: ...that God would open doors, that they would speak in a way that was that salt to draw these people and they would speak so that they were understood, so that the opportunity was not lost. But what about the rest of us? How how many of us have shrunk away from our responsibility of evangelism because we thought we had to be that person on the street corner proclaiming God's word? But we have lives that we should be living in such a way that we are set apart from the rest of the world. When people look at us, they should say, why are you doing what you're doing? And not because it's weird. I mean, it's weird to them because of the way they live. But it's a life that is full of love. It's a life that is full of forgiveness. It's a life that has this speech that is tempered. And it's so foreign to the world. It's going to cause people to ask why we speak so graciously, why we answer their questions with this attitude and disposition, which naturally draws them and leaves them wanting more. And it's not a choice. This is what we're called to do if we follow Jesus. And again, it's not my word, it's his word. And if you're not in step with him, who are you in step with? And the church today... It's no different to the church that Paul wrote to way back then. We're a minority group. We're in the midst of a hostile environment. Nothing's changed except the call. The call remains the same. And there's help. I mean, we want to help. We want to see people growing up in Christ. Those who I disciple know that. And those in my connect group know that. And the thing is, we can do so many things which aren't difficult. And so this series that uh, we're talking about is the Bell series. And so this evening, we're going to deal with the B. And uh, the B stands for bless. And in this crazy world, it's so incredibly easy to bless others. We seem to think this is a great complicated thing, but it's not. Um, One of my neighbours who lives just up the road from where I am recently redid his driveway. And I've got to tell you, it's smashing. It was just absolutely brilliant, the transformation. And I saw him standing out the front of his house and I pulled up and he was a little bit wary. And I said, hey, mate, I love what you've done with your driveway. It's absolutely fantastic. You should have seen the guy. It's like he just suddenly started floating, he's got his chest puffed out, he goes, Yeah, yeah, they did a good job, didn't they? It makes the house look really good, you know, sets off all those accents and things like that. Do you think that guy was blessed as a result of that, that someone just complimented him on his driveway? Yeah, he was. He was, and he really appreciated that. I love going around sticking things in people's letterboxes. It's usually got my name on it, you know. If I see that they've changed something, if they've re their gardens or something like that, love what you've done with your gardens. You're slotted in the letterbox and things like that. Maybe I do these things because I was a real estate agent. You've got no idea how many listings I got because three or four years previously I slotted something in someone's letterbox and said, You've got a lovely garden. And they phone you and they say, Hey, we want you to list it. We want to list our house with you. It's like, Why? Oh, because you sent a card three years ago and said you loved our garden. It's like, that makes sense, but that just proves how people are blessed when you do these things. And so when we bless others, we surprise them. People just don't expect others to be nice these days. I think I've told you the story about... um, the young adult from my former church um, who had this real grouchy boss. She was a terrible woman. Some of the stuff she did was appalling. And so I said to this girl, I said, look, next time you go and get coffee, coffee's a great tool, by the way, you know. Anyway, next time you go and get coffee, I want you to buy one for your boss. And she's like, there's no way I'm doing that. I said, seriously, buy one for your boss. I said, I'll even give you the money if I have to. I said, but get your boss a cup of coffee. The transformation in that woman's life was just incredible. Over $4.50, can you believe it? And it just showed that someone cared for this woman. This woman had no friends. This woman didn't think anyone cared for her or loved her or anything like that. And this girl bought a $4.50 cup of coffee and had this transformed relationship as a result. Uh, I got this other guy. This is a really funny story. He, um, He believed God was telling him to buy donuts for his work And anyway, so I prayed through that with him, and I said, okay, what's this look like? He said, I I don't know. He said, I just think God is calling me to buy donuts for my work every Friday. I was like, okay, Okay. let's pray about it. Prayed about it. I was like, God's not saying no buy donuts man so he, he used to buy donuts every Friday for his work and he'd just buy these donuts he'd put them in the staff room he wouldn't do anything he wouldn't say anything he'd have these donuts in the staff room and this went on for months and months and months and he got so frustrated he was in his quiet time with the Lord once he said Lord why am I doing this like I keep buying these donuts nothing's happening you told me to do it yeah I'm gonna stop doing it and God said Tom keep buying donuts and he's like oh. so Tom kept buying donuts crazy thing is no not that Tom different Tom crazy thing is about a month after he had his little hissy fit with God this person walks in as Tom's putting the donuts on the table and he goes I thought that was you man why do you buy donuts Tom's like I'm glad you asked he has this great conversation with this guy and he comes to church can you believe it because he bought donuts you know and so we complicate these things And it's dead easy. It is seriously dead easy. So this week, your challenge, when you accept it, not if you accept it, when you accept it, is to bless three people this week, preferably non-Christians, okay? You can do three non-Christians and then you can do as many Christians as you want, but we definitely want three non-Christians, okay? And this is the way it's going to work. These are suggestions. You can do other things, okay? So the first one is words of affirmation. You know, we we have this world, we have these people who are just so put down by everyone. Your generation. I mean, if you get a whole heap of people who rubbish you on Facebook, there's kids suiciding over that. And I'm just like, you're kidding me. How crazy is that? And you see someone getting hammered on Facebook, you send them a private message and say, hey, I just want to say, I really appreciate you. I really love the way you do, blah, 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 or whatever it is. And make it real. Don't don't fudge it. Make it something that you do really appreciate in that person. These words of affirmation are an encouragement. Send them a text, an email, a personal card, whatever. As I say, just write on card, slot it in the letterbox. Absolutely fantastic. People go nuts. And it's dead easy. What's it going to cost you? Is it going to harm you? No. But the blessing that will be for those people will be incredible. And trust me, you keep doing that, down the track they're going to say, why, why do you keep doing this? I don't have anyone else who says such nice things. Why? It's like, glad you asked. This is why I live the way that I do. So do this for people in your neighbourhood, in your workplace, wherever. The second thing we want to, you can do is an act of kindness. You know, uh, there's so many times that uh, you go down your street and there's one particular yard that's a little bit more messy than all the others. Why don't you just go in and mow the lawn for them? If you're going down the street and you see someone... I did this the other day. A guy was trying to load his go-kart on his own. I secretly wanted to drive. But anyway, I pulled up and, and I helped him load his go-kart. And car. kind was of like, oh, thanks, man. That didn't cost me anything, no worries. And, and when you do things like this, people are like, that just doesn't happen anymore, like... And they start engaging in conversation with you and things like that. You know, so, so think about acts of kindness you can do. You know, Mowing the lawns for someone, you know, perhaps they're a little old, perhaps they've um, you know, had surgery or something like that, and they can't actually do it. Uh, if you know a couple who have kids, trust me, one of the greatest blessings Elena and I ever received was someone coming over and saying, hey, we're going to look after your kids, you just go out to dinner. We're like, what? It was awesome. It was so good. Cost them nothing, cost us nothing. It was brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. You know, you can do that for someone. If you know someone in your neighbourhood that's moving out, just go down and help them load up the truck. You don't have to go with them. Just load up a few things with them. They really appreciate that sort of stuff. If someone new moves into the neighbourhood, slot a couple of pizza vouchers in their um, letterbox and just say, no, you've just moved in, you don't want to cook, just thought I'd do this for you. So-and-so, your neighbour. Absolutely incredible blessing to them. We've done it. People love it. And uh, the other thing you can do is gift-giving. Now, don't, don't misread this. If you want to give me a gift, I will accept the Ferrari or the Lamborghini, but you don't have to do that for everyone, okay? You, you can do smaller gifts and things like that. One, one of the greatest things I did in, in the gift-giving thing, I, I, um, I used to frequent a lot of places that my wife doesn't like me frequenting, you know, like super cheap and stuff like that. There's always an extra tool you need or something like that. I've got this awesome workshop, if I ever get it set up. But, but I, I walked into Supercheap one day, and they had these real... That they're actually rubbish tools. But in these rubbish tools, they actually had a metal dish about so big with a big magnet on the bottom. Any mechanics here? Really? Oh yeah, that's gold, hey. Because you're just laying under the car and you go and just, boom, straight in the bottom. You don't lose your screws, your bolts, your nuts, anything. So they had three of these left at a buck each. I bought them, all of them. And I was like, okay, who am I going to give these to? This is so cool. And, and so I give one to my old next door neighbor. This guy almost teared up because he, this is a guy who just has nuts and bolts rolling around all over the place when he's trying to work on things. And this is the best thing he's ever been given, so he said. But, but you know, it was a simple thing. It cost me a buck. You know, and, and you'll get to know people. And, and people will talk about things that they love. You'll be walking through someone and you go, wait a tick, I could bless so-and-so with that. they love that. Something else, something else that uh, Lana and I love doing, we, we love putting money in envelopes and slotting it in people's doors um, when, when they're going away or, um, you know, if we know that they've got a particular need or something like that, we don't even tell them who it is. We just slot it in their doors. And it's just like, how cool is that? And then you actually hear them talking about it and you're like... <coughs> I know who did that. <laughs> so and, and it is just such an incredible blessing. And it's so good to bless people like that. And it doesn't have to be a huge amount of money. You know, sometimes people, they can't pay their electricity bill. If you put 20 or 50 bucks towards that, they're abundantly blessed. You know, sometimes, you know, try that thing in the supermarket where someone's standing there and then you see them scratching through their chair. I'll pay for your groceries. It's awesome. Absolutely awesome. So who's up for that? Yeah? Hey, we've got a few more hands. Praise God. I would really love you to give it a go. You know, these types of things... With my last young adults group, I said to the guy, I said, I want to teach you about serving people. I want to teach you about blessing people. I said, we're going to do this thing. We're going to go down to the local Woolworths with permission. I actually, we, we actually spoke to the shopping centre. So we're going to go down to the local Woolworths and we're just going to push grocery tro- trolleys to cars. We're not going to do anything else. That's all we're going to do. And and so it was really interesting because at first we were met with crazy, crazy people just like, you know, holding their babies. It's like, what do you really want? It's like, we just want to help you. You've got a baby. You're trying to push the trolley. It's just, oh, okay. And then you push the trolley to the car for them and you help them unload. It's like, "Um, did you want some money? It's like, no, we just want to bless you and you know it had this snowball effect people started seeing us doing it and the people on the checkout then got a bit more confidence we're taking trolleys out for I don't know it was about four hours or something like that and these people were just like thank you so much why are you doing this well we're glad you asked we're actually from the Birkdale Baptist Church and you know we believe that we're supposed to serve our community and we believe this is what Jesus has called us to do so we just wanted to bless you today really what time are your services how cool is that you know in fact people in that center were so moved we had one of the coffee shops this guy yeah he was like the big man he's like hey what are you guys doing i say like, oh well we're just taking grace what they're paying you for that or something so like, no we're just doing it because we believe that jesus wants us to serve the community goes, like, yeah this all your people so like, yeah yes any of them want a milkshake or hot chocolate or coffee it's free Because people don't expect those blessings. And it's dead easy. I'll stop rabbiting on. It's something I like. It's something I'm passionate about. But be ready. You know, when you think about the things you do, why would you do this is going to be the question. Because my Lord and Saviour did so much for me. And he's called me to serve my community. He's called me to love. And I want to do it. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you so much for the power of your word. I thank you for this series. I'm so rapt that Pastor Darrell found it. Lord, I just ask that you will prompt us. People are going to walk out this door. They're going to forget this. Don't let them, Lord. I pray that you help us to send text messages and uh, Facebook messages and things like that, Lord, to remind each other to do this. And Lord, when we meet next Sunday night, I pray that there'll be people here who've got awesome stories to tell about the great things you've done because we've been bold enough to step up and do these simple little things that can have a huge impact upon our communities. Lord we want to be a people who follow and serve you as we should and this is a very small step in that direction Lord. Bless our efforts I pray Lord. Give us favour so each of us can see that you will work with us when we're willing to step out in faith. I pray this in Jesus name. Amen. I have an announcement, sorry. I was supposed to do this before I started preaching. Uh, You're possibly aware that Pastor Josh is actually resigning. So he will wrap up on the 30th of June. He'll no longer be pastoring here. Although realistically he hasn't for a while he's been doing the computer IT role and he will be going on full-time at Hertford Street at that time so uh, if you see Josh around uh, give him best regards and things like that we will still have a relationship uh, between the two churches and we'll still be supporting Josh from time to time preaching over there and things like that but he will be wrapping up on the 30th of June thank you